What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. And the reason why I do this podcast, like I always say, is because I'm a wannabe stand-up comic. All my materials in English. And the reason why I specify that all my materials in English is because I live in a Spanish-speaking island, Puerto Rico. And, you know, when you end up doing comedy in the the second language of a country who really doesn't care about learning that language, you know, you end up with a lot of disappointment and, you know, you end up just eating your feelings away and, and having a weird relationship with double-stuffed Oreos where you only eat them when you have tears in your eyes. And you end up doing a podcast where you, you know... Talk alone (laughs) with like 12 listeners, which I appreciate all of you, by the way. But anyways, I'm seriously in the job market right now, man. But my problem is that like everybody else, like everybody else, I want to be my own boss, man. I really do. And I know a lot, everybody's thought the same thing. But a lot of people have like giving up on the idea because, okay, it's too hard you know, so it's going to be a lot of work, I don't really think I could do that, I'm bad at managing my time, and I do think that, and I don't blame those people for thinking that, man, and in fact, I envy them, I, I wish I could let go of this thought, because my problem, my problem is, I have ambitions, right, but I'm lazy as fuck, man, it's just, that's my default, dude, procrastination's my fucking default, and, and you could do that in school, that's the problem, you could do that in school and get away with it, you can't do that shit in real life, you can't procrastinate on your bills, dude, you gotta be constantly working for that shit, and I'm just, like, that's what I've noticed, like, I'm adapting to, like, fucking adulthood, and this is what I'm fucking going through, and it's fucking annoying, man, I don't know, Dude, being, having ambitions and being lazy, dude, it's so, it's crippling, man. That's like if Hugh Hefner had no dick, you know? It's just, it's too much, dude. It's too much. But I've been seriously thinking, like, what, you know, like, if I was going to be my own boss, what would I do? And I seriously looked into being a dildo salesman that looks so much fun dude (laughs) i mean walking around the city with like a pink fuzzy suitcase oh my god man sounds like a dream i even know which sales tactics i would use i already have them in my head i will have two suitcases. i would have the pink the pink fuzzy one and i would have a black suitcase right because i because i want to be one of those dildo salesmen that go to like parties or, like, I have, like, private clients. Like, I don't want to have a store. I want to go to you. Like, I want, I, want, I want this to be a little personal, you know? And my sales tactic, right, is going to be I'm, I'm going to set the two suitcases on the table. And then I'm just going to concentrate on the pink fuzzy one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sell you whatever I can. And, and, like, the conventional, let me explain what this does and which toy is the best for you and for what you're looking for. And I'm just going to ignore the black suitcase completely until she asks, oh, what's in the black suitcase? And then I'm going to say, um, to be honest, ma'am. I don't want to waste your time because I really don't think you can handle what's inside this black suitcase, okay? I'm just going to undermine her. I'm going to undermine how much of a beating her pussy could get, okay? That's what I'm going to do. And that's when that's when that switch in her head is going to flip like, uh-huh. You're saying that I can't handle what's inside that? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. 
because everybody thinks that they could handle like a lot of sex. Like everybody thinks they're amazing in sex and they're some like hardcore beasts, man. Like no one's like, mm, I don't know. I think that's too big. Like at least the people that I'm around, I'm around a lot of nerds that don't fuck a lot. So maybe that's it. But <laughs> my friends don't listen to my podcast. They're not supporting this. So fuck you. Anyways, <laughs> nah, I love them. But so yeah. Right? They're going to be like, you're saying that I can't open that suitcase. I'm going to be like, okay. Boom. Right? Like big, expensive dildos, man. Dildos with like 20 speeds. You know, the whole nine yards, man. Or in this case, the whole nine inches. And then, you know, they're going to be much, much more expensive. I already kind of dared her. Right? That's the sales tactic. Basically daring and undermining my client. I think the problem, I think why everybody thinks that they know why the fuck is because of rap songs, dude. Rap and trap songs. At least the ones in Puerto Rico. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of, I don't listen to enough English hip-hop and trap. And all the songs, man, apparently every rapper knows how to fuck. And like apparently to be a rapper, your dick has to have like a certain curve, has to have like this certain curvature right? It's like the exact and perfect curvature to make women come for some reason because they all they, they all talk about how hard they're going to make your girl come because you're not getting the job right. That's all. It's always that. It's like, okay, you know how to fuck. Jesus. Like, really? You're fucking telling me that there's not a rapper out there that has like a subpar dick and awkward pelvic movements? Fuck you, man. It's just, ah, it's annoying. You're talking about the, you're telling me that there's not a rapper out there that his sex noises sound like hey hey you know they sound really feminine it's just I don't know so that that's always annoyed me man and since you know trap and hip hop is really in right now everybody's listening to that and everybody thinks they know how to fuck so that's gonna be my sales tactic two suitcases it has to be the funnest job ever man walking around with a fucking pink suitcase selling cylindrical pieces of plastic to people so they could shove up their assholes, dude. That has to be the best. It's just, it sounds like so much fun. It does, man. And obviously, I'm going to sell, like, cock rings and boner pills for the guys. You know, of course, man. I don't know if I want, if I would want to sell pocket pussies, though. You know? The people buying pocket pussies are weird. Right? Like, I don't want to fuck something I have to clean later. That's my problem. <laughs> I think you have to put in, like, boiling water or something like that. And I'm just, I'm not down for that, man. I'm not down for that. Like, you could just, like, wipe off a dildo. And there's probably, like, dildo cleaning spray. But, like, with a pocket pussy, you got to go deep. You got to scrub, wear gloves, boil water. Fuck that, man. <laughs> fuck that. Everybody says how disgusting hot dog water is, but think about used pocket pussy water. Now that's a whole, <laughs> a whole nother layer of disgusting. <laughs> but I would go deep if I was a dildo salesman. Like I would sell fucking illegal dildos, you know, dildos with like 75 speeds, man. Vibrating dildos that you would have to connect to those like 230 volt plugs you know those plugs where you connect your dryer and washing machine dude 
those are the ones that I would sell, man. Illegally, of course, man, because that has to that has to like just destroy your hips, man, with those vibrations. But I would love to sell those like once in a while for my like top dollar clients under a bridge just waiting for their black SUV to arrive. You know, do you got the money? And they're like, do you got the vibrator? <laughs> God, that would be so much fun, dude. Fuck being a cashier or anything else, man. I would love a job like that. Self-employed, selling pleasure sticks. Mm. And it has to be fun, too, to be a dildo salesman. Like, thinking about untapped markets. Like, what market is fucking untapped, man? Like, you gotta figure that shit out. It's not easy, you know? You gotta get clients somehow. You gotta get leads somehow. And you're like, what's an untapped market? Of course, nursery homes. Of course, dude, nursery homes, dude, those products would sell pretty well, at least the small ones. Hell, who knows? At nursery homes, man. Because the problem is nobody targets sex to old people because it's, I don't know why this happens. Whenever we see old people, we completely forget, like, we just don't think of them of ever having sex. We see them as children, you know? You don't see that. But these people, they, they, they're double our age or triple our age. These people have had disgustingly kinky times, of course. Like if you go into a nursery home of 100 old people, there has to be at least one or two of them that has fisted or has been the fisted. Of course, man, that's an untapped market. Do you know how well cock rings would sell in nursery homes? Do you know how well... Shady boner pills would sell in nursery homes. Fuck, man. That's a very, very untapped market. But if it's not dildos, like, I I don't know what else I'm going to sell, man. I don't know. Like, what, should I get good at, like, catching pigeons? And then, like, spray painting them and selling them as parrots? Like, what the fuck am I going to do? I I don't even know. Although that wouldn't be a bad idea. Because, like... No one protects pigeons, man. Everyone's protecting whales, dolphins, you know, domestic animals. But fuck pigeons. I think we could all agree, right? Fuck fucking pigeons. And they take a lot of liberty in spray painting your car. So why shouldn't I take the liberty of, you know, since their means of transportation is themselves, for me to spray paint them? I mean, fuck Pigeons, man. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I could sell a fucking animal. You know? It's just something like, first off, like, opening a pet shop sounds good and everything, but it's just the smell, dude. I don't want to... You got to feed them. You got to clean the shit. It's just... I don't know. It seems like too much work, and I'm not not into selling living things unless if it's, like, plants or something, but... Ugh. And I wouldn't want to become a dog breeder, you know? Like, I just don't... I just don't want to make living things fuck. You know what I mean? It's just, ugh. Especially when you're breeding pugs. Like, you know... Like, thanks to you... You know, for putting... I don't know how dog breeding works. What? Do you put, like, peanut butter on the female dog's pussy? I don't know how that works, but... Like, thanks to you, you're gonna create this living life form that's going to be adorably ugly... But it's going to have breathing problems and it's just going to come here to suffer. And I don't want to do that, man. That's just, that's very weird. 
I mean, it has to be an effective way to make money, though. It has to be a very effective way to make money. I don't understand paying, like, a lot of money for a specific type of dog. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know much about, you know, dogs and, you know, the races of dogs and all that shit. I don't know. I've never, I've never been into that. You never hear anyone talk about, you know, races of cats. Is that a thing? Like, are there, like, cat? Yeah. Yeah, they are, right? I don't know any of them. I don't even I don't know any of them. Jesus Christ. I'm so ignorant when it comes to like animals and all that. I don't know, it's just not my thing. But I definitely want another stream of income, man, for sure. I really I really don't want to quit my job without another stream of income. That that would be really dumb, you know? And obviously it's it's much better if you have multiple streams of income. You know, if I have like some type of bukake of income, that would be really good for me. <laughs> and and also because, dude, I'm, I don't know, I'm tired of my job, man. Like I've, I've talked about this a couple times. But, you know, I saw it in another light the other day that I've never realized it. I've never fucking realized it. And because the thing is, my boss is really aggressive, dude. He's aggressive as fuck. Like one time... I had this co-worker, he quit, but before that, um, his wife has cancer, right, and I remember that he took off for a couple of days, and my boss, you know, he got mad, and then when he came back, he's like, oh yeah, um, sorry, you know, I couldn't come to work, um, you know, my wife, you know, she wasn't having... A good week and I had to be there for support and all that and you know that's completely understandable that's com- you know <laughs> shit and you know the guy leaves and my boss you know he looks at me and he's he's like it's always an excuse with that guy man it's always a fucking excuse and I'm like what the fuck man <laughs> I'm like are you seriously putting my wife has cancer in the cheap excuse compartment? Like, what are you doing? Like, like, what is a good excuse for this motherfucker? If that's not a good excuse, I don't know what is, man. What? Can you imagine this guy having a store next to the Twin Towers during 9-11? You know, and 9-11 just happened and, and, and at that moment someone was supposed to be at work. And his boss, throughout the whole chaos, he calls him, Who the fuck are you? And he's like, dude, the the, the, the towers were hit. My boss is going to be like, are, are, are you on the plane? Because if not, I don't see a fucking reason. <laughs> He'd probably give that argument after the first tower went down. That motherfucker. What a piece of shit, man. <laughs> and I don't know, he's really, he's an angry person. Right? And in a way, because I have a soft spot, which I, I should really get rid of for angry people. I do. Because I, I'm a very, very... I mean, fuck. I have a podcast that's called A Constant State of Annoyance Podcast. Like, I'm annoyed. And annoyance comes becomes anger. Right? And, and also, I've had, you know, my... I've had times in my life where I've been just completely and utterly just angry just for a whole month just I don't know man like I've I've had rage issues where I would lose control not anymore you know but I used to have deep deep 
anger issues, you know. So in a way, I kind of sympathize with them. And but he's he's like over the top, man. He's like me, but Super Saiyan, dude. I don't know how to fucking explain it. It's a it's a whole nother level he's at, man. And normally, this is this is the weird thing, and I just noticed this the other day. Normally, I'm when someone's out of pocket. When someone has a weird attitude and starts acting weird or... I normally just... I take myself away from the situation. I don't take it personally and I just laugh. I just laugh at how ridiculous the situation is. But with this guy, it's just... I'm, I get angry at, at him for getting angry at me over dumb little shit. And I just, I don't know, and, and I'm normally not like this. And I'm always thinking, why am I taking it so fucking personally? Why am I taking this at fucking, like, it's just, I'm not, I'm, this is not who I am. And then I, and then I was thinking about it, and I think it's because when I see him, in a way, I see my fucking self, man. And that terrifies the shit out of me. Like, if I don't change certain things in my life that guy could be me and that's just it scares me to death dude I don't want to be that guy I don't want to I just I don't want to be someone who's achieved everything this guy's a millionaire he has a a mansion the guy's you know in a pretty good economical position but he's pushed everybody he's loved away you know he's had three divorces you know, and the thing is, he's had three divorces. Do you call it that? Three divorces? Yeah, he's been divorced three times. And in the first 10 minutes that you meet him, you're like, oh, I wonder why. Like, it's so obvious. And he's, the thing is, it's, it's, I, at least me, I was ashamed. I was ashamed of my anger. But this guy, dude, he flaunts it at everybody, man. Now, that's another fucking level. And that scares the shit out of me, man. And that's why I just need to branch myself out to different things. And just, you know, because I'm really afraid of becoming someone who's achieved everything and is still angry inside. Jesus Christ, that's scary. But anyways, I definitely need some motivation. <laughs> At this fucking point. And I have a segment on this podcast. The only segment. Where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. It really helped me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is. Anger is the feeling that makes your mouth work faster than your mind. This is a really great quote man. For like you know. Restraining yourself when you're angry and not talking. But also, it's true in another sense because blowjobs from exes that you have dumped, oh, the best. Anyways, <laughs> that's the podcast. I hope the 11 of you who are listening to this enjoyed it. I appreciate it so much. If one of you aren't part of the Chosen 11 and you like this podcast, please follow me on Facebook on Instagram so I could know that there are more people on the outside listening to this podcast. If you enjoy it, hey, reach out. Tell me what you like and why don't you tell me what annoys you? You can reach me out through social media, Facebook, Instagram. All that's in the description. And I don't know, man. Again, like I always say, everybody who's listening to this, I love you guys and just thank you very much, man.